I think quarantine got people on top of everything else. Yeah. Mm. So couples therapy instead of tell-all. Yeah. With Rebecca <laughs> as a therapist or? <laughs> no, no. Rebecca was part of the ones needed therapy, but. Um, yeah, for sure. I, you know, I, I felt bad because of course the tell-all, <clears throat> we wanted voice. <laughs> You gotta start your voice in the morning. Voice. Okay. Now, I've been I've been slowly losing it because I've been talking a lot. So uh, bear with me. I'm fine. Um, <laughs> geez, it's just like running out the window. Like, bye. Um <laughs> bye-bye. You don't need your voice. I like how they went through the extra effort of making sure we knew that yes, they recorded this during the time of covid we're saying it like this the time of um the time was that movie the time time of of cholera yes (laughs) 90 day fiance in a time of covid is exactly what this is (laughs) but like making sure we see if they have face shields and masks oh i know distanced and i'm just like okay i get it i appreciate it you guys are being proper (laughs) i'm pretty sure they didn't want to catch any shit for it either like oh they brought them all in the tell all they're gonna spit on each other you know um, to spit on each other <laughs> but my goodness this wasn't even like it wasn't even like dramatic like we're used to seeing they're probably told like not to you know touch each other but we, this is nothing like you know seeing Angela try to slap people around with her sandal or something it's like yeah but you know at the same time I think so far what they've talked about has been nice like in the sense that like I feel like not that we're ever going to get a tell-all tell-all because Sean is just as much a part of the cast as everything else. Her stuff is scripted too. So for everyone who says Sean's a terrible host, it's she's just- Every doing- host will have the same note cards. I think we just- yeah. We we were pointing our frustration at the person, and it happens yeah. to be Sean because yeah. she's there. Yeah, people are like somebody else should host, and and it's just she's. It doesn't matter who hosts it. Um, I mean, it could be it could be refreshing. I do like Sean, but. I mean, there there is the kind of like I get tired of seeing her now. <laughs> now that we watch Bears All and this and that on and that multiple the... shows, but that's fine. It's fine. But well, like I this, like, tell all. I like felt... that they brought out a lot of stuff. Like they brought on Jovi's mom when they had Jovi and Yara, right? You know? And they had. I I think they did Yara dirty when they brought out all this like um, the the lie detector stuff and surprise her with all of that stuff like that's you know she's she's a new mom she's got probably hot hormones and like that's just like don't like surprise her with that on the air well they like to surprise him with those that's that's the reason why they brought him on bears all to do the bullshit lie detector which i saw a lot of i saw a lot of people saying that the lie detector guy probably didn't administer it right yeah yeah no there's very specific protocols i've actually done them and like um, he didn't do the warm up and stuff like that. Yeah, there's. I very mean, we don't know what was in the background, but there's protocol. certain specific things you're supposed to do to to mm-hmm. get a baseline, right? Right, right. And so I'm kind and they of go like, over the questions ahead of time, and there's like, yeah, and they and then they go through it multiple times. Yeah, I had to do it for for a job, and uh, when I worked in law enforcement, and so yeah, there's 
yeah it's not scientific but <laughs> but like but, and then they brought on his mom and she was like yeah no I wanted to shake him and it was like it's kind of refreshing to see some stuff that I didn't I didn't expect in in that sense does that make mm-hmm. sense like I didn't have it all scripted in my head ahead of time right no that makes sense okay um yeah I felt bad because I I think with those two is that she'll be mad at him and she'll let him know I'm mad at you but yeah she also is kind of like oh what am I gonna do like the past the past and right which is true I mean the past remember how awesome he is now remember how he got shit on the face with his own baby so (laughs) your baby like will make sure karma is applied accurately I I feel like that's the case too Yeah. yeah Did you get the sense that, um, you know, he's talking about how he changed the diaper or whatever, um, like he, that he's getting like applause and, and kudos for doing the bare fucking minimum. Did you get that sense or do you get the sense that he's actively involved in? I think that, um, and I know how uh, that's a triggering thing of, <laughs> of guys getting a pat on the back for doing what we expect women to do like <laughs> yeah. no one goes oh my god honey you changed that diaper I'm so proud of you you woke yeah. up when the baby no I think honestly like he's actually fucking shocked that he did it too I, <laughs> I, I think that even he's just like holy shit I actually changed the diaper like I leveled up in life yeah um, and I feel like like Yara is not gonna let him get away with quote-unquote babysitting his own kid you oh know? no i could see her kicking his ass out of the yeah. bed telling him to go take care of it yeah so i think yeah. i think that <laughs> they are just fine they actually almost seem like the healthiest couple on the stage <laughs> <laughs> that's saying a lot i think nice. them and then like rebecca and zia maybe i don't know that yara and jovi actually seem like the the more healthy couple they do they do and and it and it seems to be you know, um, uh, there was a lot of stuff that was played up for the cameras, not necessarily made up, but just played up, I think, you know, for his storyline, uh, the way that the edit came out. Um, right. But but I think a lot of it is just who they are, too, because, you know, with Joey's mom saying, no, I wanted to shake him like he was being ridiculous at that bachelor party. Like, why you had 12 years of being a bachelor? Like, why do you have to have the night before you fly to Vegas? Like, that's ridiculous. Um, so we know that it wasn't completely made up. Like that's sort of who he is, but it also does seem like he has leveled up in life. Like he's gotten his shit somewhat together. I'm, I personally think that his seven months being away um, or however long it was that he was away during quarantine when he got stuck out of the country, mm-hmm. I feel like that was probably a big wake up call for him. You know, like, he actually really missed Yara and missed being a husband. And he kind of like, you know, when he came back, it was like, he got to like, he had missed what he didn't, like he had maybe taken it for granted, didn't really realize how much he was embracing that lifestyle with her until he was away from it for so long. And didn't it get to probably be there was with exhausting her. to hear what Yara was going through and probably just going like, I just need to get yeah just be there just to just to like I mean obviously he can't take any of the pregnancy away from her but to have the support of your partner is is huge I mean I didn't have the support of my partner because he was in another country um right and they they knew like that his 
not trying to say you knew he'd be gone, but so you'll have to deal with it. Yeah, no, it's still gonna suck. <laughs> but they did know that he would have to travel, which is why they got married so soon, right? Mm-hmm. So that yeah, yeah. I think it made them appreciate. They certainly made them appreciate each other. And while they may not have felt necessarily ready to get married and have a baby when they did, I think you know they really do love each other and that time apart, that unexpected time apart really made them kind of miss each other. So we'll hope so. Yeah. Um, Can we talk about (laughs) Rebecca and Ziad since we mentioned them already? Sure. Um, She revisited on the show, the lunch with her daughter and her daughter's blonde friend cute blonde friend oh, yeah. who was offering to help Zied move now are you team Rebecca or team Tiffany where the girl was totally flirting or she was totally not flirting um I'm because Rebecca was absolutely adamant right I'm somewhere in the middle but more towards Rebecca's side just yeah. because we're you kind of know like there's like I was thinking like maybe she was just kind of being paranoid like um thinking if this younger woman was hitting on Zed would he make a move back kind of mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. um and then but her friend would kind of know what her behaviors are better than Rebecca would right, right. they probably have gone out together she's probably seen her actually flirting with people um but the whole like offering to move is a total. I think it was inappropriate. But... Yeah, that, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, well, here's the, the, other, the other thing too, is Tiffany says later during the thing that she said, like, we didn't, I wouldn't say we tested Zied, but we tested Zied. You know, I was wondering, did he, did she put her friend up to right. that? That's what I was wondering too, like to see if he would, I don't know, take her number and call. And I'm like that's right. kind of shitty to do, but I feel I like understand. <laughs> I understand yeah. where they're coming from doing it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, they seemed they seemed happy together. I mean, um, they seemed well adjusted. He and his, you know, I like eat pizza. Um, I, you know, I felt that. <laughs> I felt right. that. I had pizza last night. And I ate a ton of it, um, but uh, it was all cauliflower crust. So I felt like it's okay. And I ran a 5K yesterday. So I was like, it's okay. Um, it fit within my macros, or as we call them in this house, acros. Acros, oh my God. <laughs> I think Baby Step brought it and said it. She heard us say macros because, like, I'm obsessed with all my macros and stuff right now because I'm working mm-hmm. to lose weight and everything. And we said something about macros and she's like, what are acros? <laughs> and so <laughs> now we, I have to look and see if like, it's those pain in the ass things that we have to count because <laughs> no one told us to macros. For those of you guys who don't know, it's not just counting calories anymore. It's calories, carbs, fat, and protein. And those you are all, your, yeah, those are all like, you, you don't just like, oh, I'm counting calories because you have to count all of the things now as the news thing. Well, and- the whole thing is that you want to count um, the, the larger categories of things that are going to provide you with the most int- most energy. And so that's your protein, carbs, and fats. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when you're counting your macros, you're counting the grams, proteins, carbs, and fat that you're consuming within the window that you've allowed yourself. Right. Um, 
and et cetera. And et cetera, I, I et lived cetera. that life for way too long. <laughs> yeah. I have a um, weight loss coach, weight loss, fitness, strength coach, like all of that. And she set my macros for me, like what my calorie is intake should be for the day. So I, to maintain a calorie deficit, um, and then what percentage each of those categories should be within that. And so, and it's interesting that you bring that up because (laughs) we're talking about Rebecca and Zied and we're talking about the work that she's had done. Right. Which I'm all for on, in addition to counting your acros, which sparked a little bit of a kind of argument between the ladies. Hilarious. I was like, Oh my God. So this really changed the opinion of a lot of people's opinion yeah. of julia like, yes like, holy shit she's a bitch she's kind like of i get bitch. her view but it came off as really naive like well and it came can across be as judgmental you, judgmental yeah. bitchy too but her thought of like i'm sorry she's so young and until mm-hmm. she can put herself in an aged body right there's it almost just, no yeah. room for her to talk on it you know, yeah, she but ended she's up so really, young, she doesn't know what she doesn't know, you know, she'll, she'll get there, especially after yeah. having kids and then going, wow, exercise isn't getting rid of the fucking stretch just, marks. Just go to gym club. You should be proud of, but if yes. you don't like them, there are ways to remove them. So you may be happy and no Absolutely. one should judge you on whether you do it or not. I but know. those are just some things I think, um, as she lives a little bit more, <laughs> Because I hate to do the whole thing. You're young. You don't know. But I think in this case, she just she doesn't didn't know quite what understand doesn't know. what Rebecca <laughs> did. Yeah, I'm like, what Rebecca did was something you do because gravity, age, and being overweight all work mm-hmm. against you after a very long time. Yeah, and metabolism so- <laughs> and you know other health factors and and all kinds of 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 that situation. Um, you know, and, and I'm and sure you can that she do wanted both it quickly, too. right? You can do both. And I, I'm hoping that she is um, working on the health of her organs as well as doing that because, you know, the, the procedure isn't going to make you healthy. It's just going to make you look better. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, you absolutely can do both, I think. You know, um, I ran a 5K yesterday, but I also... Um, recovering from my second round of Kybella. So, <laughs> you know, you can do both. There's nothing wrong with that, I think. Um, and, and Rebecca having, you know, she's a grandmother, she's had kids and, you know, her age and all this stuff. And so, yeah, I mean, poor Julia, she just, she didn't, she didn't know. <laughs> it's, it, it, it's fine. I mean, she's going to have a review and <clears throat> unfortunately, it came off as really judgmental. It did. Um, and, and sometimes it's like your opinion is great, but um, what else are those things about Rebecca? Oh, the good thing about her procedure is that this is the only thing that no one can point out that her ex had or seen. <laughs> That's exactly what Zied's saying. So he's getting like this, like, I don't know, never never before seen model of Rebecca. Yeah. And he'll be like, oh, isn't that the same body you had with your ex, Rebecca? (laughs) It's the same vagina you had. What the fuck? I hate that woman, the friend that was in the the condo, or I'll say ex friend because I don't think they're talking. Yeah, I don't think they talk anymore. Oh my God. Oh my God. Because there was speculation. Because I mean, this is, she wasn't part of the tell all, and I don't want to talk too much about her, but even Angela, because people were pointing out that. The next tell-all is going to be with Julia for uh, Happily Ever After. We'll have Julia 
and, and Angela, Angela who's got like an entire I don't know soul lift you like, know hey if she that's I am she, all for it <laughs> and there won't be any COVID so you know Angela would probably feel free to know Angela would squash Julia like, like sit Julia's down so sit down <laughs> Can we just hope that Michael's actually going to fucking get over here? I'm really tired of their, their I know, relationship. I, know. I think they are. Like, everyone else has come over. Uh, yeah, seriously. well, I mean, maybe with the new, um, I'm not getting political, but with the new political administration, I know some maybe, of the bands, maybe, yeah. some of the various country bands have been li- lifted. Um, so maybe Nigeria will be on that list or maybe, you know, with immigration policy changes as happens with every new administration, maybe there makes sense be some changes there. We'll see. Um, I think a lot of it is still up in the air, um, as far as how that policy goes. I've got a, several friends who actually work for the DOJ immigration division. So, um, they, a lot of them still don't know what their <laughs> directives are, as far as, <laughs> um, stuff, but in any case, yeah, I would like to see Michael over here. Um, you know, poor guy's been put through enough. I think, um, a lot of people feel that Michael has more than earned his green card over here, but it, I'd like just to see to the them point. together. It, it's just to the point where it's like, come on now. Yeah. It, it's yeah. getting a little bit much. Yeah. There was something else that oh with julia since we were talking about julia she was all judgmental about strippers so she was trying to say no i'm not judgmental about strippers like they're fine they're people you know being that she's a go-go dancer you know um similar category not the same but similar go-go dancers keep all their clothes on and i don't know what they're like in russia but then she would she turned to Brandon and was like, Yeah, but if you go to strip club, I'm gonna kill you. I think it's because she just knows what happens at strip clubs. Okay, like, okay. And yes, if my significant other goes and I don't want him to go, yeah, I would kill you too. It doesn't mean that the people working there are like untouchables. You know, they they're okay. probably okay. there for available men who should be looking and touching. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Or so, so or you're saying you can separate. have permission. Right? right. So you're saying you can separate it. Like you can still have not be judgmental against strippers and still don't want your your partner to go. Uh yeah. Okay. Okay. As the yeah, phrase goes, you. some of my best friends are strippers. Right. Um so- <laughs> no, when I I used to spend a lot of time um uh, when I was younger at a strip club because I did have a friend that stripped. And I went there as kind of like her support. Mm, okay. I also got a lot of fucking homework done there. <laughs> I don't know if it was the atmosphere, or just nobody fucking bugging me. But oh, like that's I nice. had, I got so much work done. I guess that'd be thinking, true because like the guys would leave you alone because they're looking at the stage. Exactly. And you just sit and enjoy, maybe have a drink. <laughs> I got offered a job a few times. I was like, oh. I could know, but I think the, the waitress position was really just a conduit to get you on the stage. Right. Um, people would we, joke, but it, it really is true in most cases. Like they'll start you off there and then they get you on the floor and then they're like, we'll entertain them. And then they're like, would you try to get on the stage? <laughs> well, it was, a, do you remember um, Chelsea, the stripper we had on our, our Patreon? Yes. And she said, she said, what do you call a, a waitress at a strip club after she's been there two weeks? A stripper. A stripper, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and sometimes it's that, you know, they they see 
everyone else doing and it feels like they yeah. could too it kind of rubs off on them well, but they, it's their way to get their feet wet by getting the you know by by being a waitress and saying okay right. what is it like in in here what's the atmosphere like and so um, i think julia doesn't look down on strippers i think yara kind of does i think she yeah, sees them as yeah, dirty and yeah, it could be yeah. what strippers were maybe where she's from i'm not sure but yeah mm-hmm. she sees them as dirty um especially after the friend saying that you know jovi had strippers peeing in his bed and shit I right mean, it's kind of like <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't trust him with them either well no, she has said has other thing for strippers yeah. i wouldn't want him to be in a strip club where those things are around she has um made it she said other things i think either on bears all or earlier in the season that made it seem like she wasn't she didn't approve of strippers in general i don't know if it's in general or if it's a jovi specific stripper hatred because he does have this penchant for strippers and so maybe looking at she she conflates sort of strippers you know are because Jovi likes to indulge with strippers in a way. So you may, you know what I mean? If it was, if there was mm-hmm. no connection, if jo- Jovi didn't have this history of sleeping with strippers and, and the things that he does, then maybe she wouldn't care. At or maybe all. if he wasn't like having fucking bachelor parties every fucking night. Right. At a strip club. <laughs> she probably would have been like, okay, yeah, this is a special night, but they're Go both out, just kind of like, you, yeah. you, you've been doing this. So yeah. Yeah. They're, interesting interesting folks yeah who else story did we get we had um before we dive into oh. mike and natalie we oh, had oh. uh oh no, no no which one should we do hazel and <gasps> oh they were so we, we didn't get we didn't get into the more fun part with them so we can just hit them off like they're that, doing this from separate rooms and because and, somebody was exposed to covid and they're isolating themselves from each other yeah yeah <laughs> Tariq made it feel like it's because they were arguing and had yeah to. yeah I mean, was it really just just good just coincidental hey look at that like oh, oh we have COVID. I, was like, I was like oh could you do you have tea oh god no really I don't what? I don't really have I don't have any tea but um you know he did make it sound like they were you know sort of arguing. fighting and, and, and yeah. taking some space from each other Maybe it was just at a good time, you know, like they got COVID. I mean, they, for they got me, the COVID exposure. It was just a good excuse. <laughs> I feel not. like Hazel, like, well, they probably weren't there, maybe because of that. But I think like they Hazel, couldn't travel or something. Yeah, they were really, really. Hey, fraudcasters! Everyone knows that finding the perfect T-shirt can be such a challenge. I know I've always had problems with it, whether it was the fit or the quality. Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist, and you can find it at Skims, the maker of my perfect t-shirt bra. Now I have the perfect t-shirt to go with that bra. From either crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. My cotton jersey t-shirt is now a wardrobe staple for me. I reach for it almost every day, and the fit is so perfect because it snatches me right in at the waist. I've washed it a million times, and it's held its shape really well. It fits like a dream. I absolutely love it. And honestly, you guys, I thought, like, okay, this shirt is going to be too small for me, and it's not going to fit right, and all the bulges are going to show but it doesn't at all. I put it on and it magically stretches to fit me perfectly and it holds all those bulges in. Every little but last bulge that I have 
is all held in and it looks fantastic. I absolutely love it and it's super, super comfortable and it is, it is one of my new favorite t-shirts. You can shop the Skims t-shirt collection at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small up to 4X. And if you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu. Cautious about COVID, and I wonder if maybe one of them has uh, underlying conditions that, right. you know, and then Tariq has his uh, daughter mm-hmm. that he probably doesn't want to possibly bring that home to. I don't know their living situation. I'm assuming I they think, just didn't film her very often, which I'm in yeah. total agreement with kids yeah. now. Now my <laughs> view has changed. Um, <laughs> it's one of those things when it's your own. <laughs> when you I know. Own, you, you see your you own kids, you're like, actually, second thought, get no, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, I think that, uh, although Grace, it is was adorable. Um, he, he was adorable is, on camera, I know, even I know, though he had strep throat. It's <laughs> so much work though. It's so much mental. It's so taxing mentally. Yeah. Um, poor kid. <laughs> I think that it was good that they separated the two mm-hmm. because I think Hazel will speak a little bit more if Tariq isn't sitting by her. Yeah, did I mean she didn't really she didn't speak? I I'd be surprised if she said five words during the, this whole thing, right? Like we right. haven't gotten into their story yet. Although Tariq sure had some opinions about other people's stories. Oh my I gosh, you're selfish, says the man who wants to have this. I'm like, okay. yeah, yeah, okay. okay. You sit there in your glass house. I feel like they were like messy. I'm like Tariq, say something. He's like, but I'm no better than these fools. <laughs> um yeah so okay um we didn't get a lot from them but i guess this weekend we will and um they showed the the scene that we've seen a hundred thousand times now too of the preview of andrew and amira which i want to touch on before we get into mike and natalie because there's a lot there but so you know, we've seen this over and over. They've shown this scene ad nauseum where Amira says she'll do the tell-all via Zoom or whatever, and only if she doesn't have to see or talk to Andrew. Right. And then Andrew throws this, like, giant baby fit about not being able to control the situation. And he wants to be able to dictate that he gets to sit there and talk to Amira because we know he would talk down to her and gaslight her and do all the things that he's been doing to her. And then, you know, he, when he doesn't get his way, he storms out and threatens to leave. And, you know, production's like, well, we'll check. We'll see if she can change her mind, but, uh, and honestly, I think most of us were all just go bye. <laughs> like, we don't care. Um, it was but really I guess we'll why see making that. such a big deal about it. I think it was because he didn't want to not be there letting her tell any of the story because you've noticed how like I said in the past he has rushed out Mm -hmm. to get ahead of everything to make sure that when she says something he's already contradicted it yeah you know and so he has done these explosions of messages to prove his point ahead of the tell-all which don't prove anything but that's all I'm like cool messages I I used I used to feed off of it but it's like it's 
it's great, but I know what you can do with messages now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, cut them off, leave them out, put them out yeah. of order, you bring up ones from like text messages yeah, yeah. years ago, maybe before you guys were even romantically involved, like, or mm-hmm. were you part of the scam that you're trying to pull her, you know? And I yeah. mean, there's, that there's you're so much. To her of. Yeah. But his like fit of like, well, fine, I'm just going to leave. And I'm like, you know, the I producer should have just told him to go. Yeah. Like the whole, this like, is, I know they have to keep the show, but like, yeah. I don't beg people to stay when no. they say they're going to go. You want to go? Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as I say on my Instagram, not an airport, don't need a departure announcement. Um, so, yeah, like, I feel like, you know, he couldn't control the situation. He had it in his mind how he wanted to do it because that's how he operates is he controls the situation so he can gaslight people and be the one who has the upper hand in all the conversations and having it set up this other way means he wouldn't have that control and upper hand and so when he couldn't have his way he didn't want to be a part of it which just i think compounds his assholeness the baby aspect (laughs) no i do i do have to ask the question do we think amira is being a little too dramatic um possibly it's not like she's sharing a stage or a couch with him you know um, like they even said that they could like not have him on camera but like right. she has to know that he's going to end up hearing what she's saying so it's mm-hmm. not like it's going to be but maybe she just doesn't want to interact i, I don't know i, I don't, maybe i'm not she gonna say she was to, to be interrupted I say as I interrupt you. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I'm I'm trying to get on the other side and I'm not trying to side with Andrew or her, but mm-hmm. I feel like maybe something happened. It just felt like really dramatic of a step of yeah. the producers being like, we have to obey our wishes as, as if there was a, a, you know, abuse case or something or right. some right. reason why they shouldn't like a restraining order. Right. You know, that, that's <laughs> what it felt like. Like there was, they had to respect restraining order rules or something, but this was just, you're in fucking France still. Yeah. You're you very know. far away from him, but and she's uncomfortable. So, and she, she has didn't anxiety. want to interact with him, which is fine, but you can, they can do that with him not having left the stage. Right. And, and with, and, and I don't know how good her English is um, in processing it, but maybe, mm. you know, it's hard to try and think about what to say when someone's yammering at you in a different language. Correct. And, yeah. you know, being crazy. So I don't know. <laughs> I think they were both a little too dramatic about this. Yeah. But we'll think, see. We'll, we'll the see. Whole, in the, yeah. the, the He'll come back or some bullshit yeah, well, or he'll you know they, record from the truck. Yeah. Yeah, we know that. Um, we'll see the rest of it. Um, he won't get pass up a chance to to be in the spotlight and tell his story. He won't. I know. He won't pass that up. So it's like I love being on TV and, and being able to tell my side of the story because I'm such a nice guy. No one cares. I know. <laughs> He's so, like on the Reddit hashtag hashtag nice guys. Oh that God. is that is exactly him. Uh-huh. He'll hear this and be like, <laughs> "You're a bitch." <laughs> I don't care. If he doesn't but, already think that about us, then whatever. Hey, know? I'm pretty neutral. I gave him the benefit you of have, the doubt you, until you like the last of the last episodes. Yeah. And I'm just kind of like, actually, you remind me of an ex. And now I don't really, I don't like you at all. So um, just can't. Speaking of exes, Mike and Natalie. Right. 
We don't know if they're exes or not. We don't know what's happening. Um, Mike looks like he's slowly getting to the point where he just exists in the house and just sits there and slowly lets everything just happen. Like he's, he looks defeated. He came in looking defeated. Right. Do you, but she's not living there, right? Or is she? Uh, I mean, we had Bo saying that no she moved out. Now. I don't know. At the point <laughs> at the at the point of the tell all, I would say they had to be because they're doing happily ever after. That's right. Unless they're faking living together, which I don't think is the case. Um, I know we saw pictures of her in Florida, but we also saw other people who were in Florida as well. Right. So who knows what the fuck for? Maybe they're filming the tell-all for Happily Ever After. I don't know. Oh, if they're that ahead. That's right. Because but... we, we did see Brandon and Julia there. And who else was there? Who did they meet up with? They had lunch with or something? I'm not entirely sure. I totally forgot who they... Was it Tariq and Hazel? Because they're in that mid-Florida mid area too? Yeah, I might have missed that Instagram post. Um, hold on. Let me see if I can find um Julia. Yeah, those two are those two are interesting because I think they love each other. Oh, Jovi and Yara were there. Okay. So yeah, there's something happened in Florida, unless it was like a 90 day. Oh no, no, that's a that's them in Beverly Hills. There was, I swear to God, I thought I saw them in Florida with oh okay. I think I know what you're talking about. I just can't pin down who it was with. Yeah. My memory is not. Yeah. It's not diving into there right now. (laughs) And it could have been a story you saw. Yeah. Which is why you can't go back to find it. Good point. Um, Or I conflated it because it was posted. I didn't see that it was from Beverly Hills as she noted the location. And she had just been, been posting a bunch of pictures from Florida. So I may have in my mind said that that was in Florida too, even though she said it was in Beverly Hills. So I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah. So Mike and Natalie, they will be unhappily ever after. Um, I'm trying to decide if I'm curious to see how it's done or not, because we know there has been so much frauding with their story and their timeline. Oh, my God. When 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 Sean said, I am trying to figure out this timeline, like there's a lot, something not making sense with this timeline. I'm like, uh-huh. Even though she was talking about something different. I was like, <laughs> as it relates like, yeah. to Mike and Natalie, yes. <laughs> there the is something off about a, the timeline. A little off, but I don't think that is because of them. I think it is because <laughs> of your producers. <laughs> so I guess. We, we, we know they did not get married on the 90th day. <laughs> so... Which is fine. None of them do. Like, no. if you were to count, like, when they got off, the, there's a whole lot that goes on. They don't always get married on the last day. They always get married on the day that they say that they're getting married as far as their timeline. And that could just be because they want to set a story of how right. it was, like, last minute or whatever. How, yeah, and their story was dependent on this back and forth, back and forth, uh, down to the very last minute, of, down to the wire. It's, it's more dramatic to say, um, I only have one day left to be here kind of bullshit. Um, mm-hmm. and putting the pressure on him. And him and his cold feet is just very interesting. That whole thing with mom and... Yeah, no. Oh, and mom asking Tamara to, to object to the wedding. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if he had a conversation with his mom mm-hmm. and that sent him spiraling right. to, to disappear or they had a fight or something like that. Mm -hmm. Because having a fight right before a wedding would make me second guess 
if I really want this, like I'm better off. So he's probably thought I'm better off sending her home and being miserable for a little bit mm-hmm. and finding someone else than deal with being stapled down for the, you know, whatever. Right. Cause now she's here. Um, yeah. But she's we'll here. Ha- and... We'll have to see. Just, it just, it's so sad. Yeah. Like I think everyone's heart kind of hurt for Natalie again. Again. But because... at the same time, she's also kind of like, a little bit crazy with i mean i say that with a with a grain of salt because people are calling her crazy left and right but um i think the way that she communicates her feelings like i can't i'm not going to say her feelings are invalid because i, I will never say that right i but she feels that she's not getting the attention from him if she feels that she's not being cared for properly in that regard like then she's perfectly entitled to feel that way. If she feels that he's cheating on her left and right, there needs to be something needs, and he's not, then what's he doing to make her feel that way? And is she overreacting? But that's a communication issue, right? I don't know if her insecurities, she she doesn't communicate them very well. And she jumps to conclusions, I think. Like the whole, did he go have a bachelor party? Um, I don't think... Tamara ever told her that that's what he was doing but she maybe I, I think said Tamara was in the dark too I think she probably um, was like maybe he went out maybe he maybe he did this maybe he went out with friends for like a last night yeah I think she was and, speculating because she probably went to her and said do you know where he is and she goes well it's the night before the wedding maybe he went for drinks with friends yeah, or something and then she and then Natalie took that as gospel oh my god he went and had a bachelor party and she jumped made these leaps in her well opinion, she did that you know. the last time he but the the problem is is that being gone for six hours lets someone's mind race. Yes, and it's problematic if he. I mean, I get it. He even get said, it, but "Yes, I know it's shitty." Like, I, I yeah, think he, he's done all the owning up to it that he could. Mm-hmm. You know, just to open it back up to talk yeah. about. But like, yeah, Mike, that was shitty. Like, yeah, I I would be really mad at the you night before the you, wedding. You guys have a fight and you disappear for six hours. Like that's problematic. <laughs> Right. And then come back to be like, well, I don't want to have a wedding. Right. Yeah, it's like, wh- why not? What's wrong with you? Like, if you just say like, look, I just, I just need some space. I love you, but I just need some space right now, but I love you. I'll be back. You know, like that's what he needed to say, but it always comes back to the communication between the two. Like it's so terrible. Like they, that they constantly need a third party to, interpret for them. <laughs> i think they would be really good candidates for that like love language course oh. because i think a problem is that natalie expects love to be shown or she wants love to be shown to her in mm-hmm. a certain way mm-hmm. and mike is not doing it right but, but does he does, know like, what no because we that usually is. don't communicate that we usually don't stop mm-hmm. and think how do i want to be loved and i know right. it's so corny yeah, no, it's true though. Are a true example of like how love languages and understanding each one. So like for mm-hmm. Mike, when he's feeling stressed, his his thing might be to withdraw and go somewhere else and think about it. Mm-hmm. And Natalie may be one who's like me who wants to to talk and beat the horse to fucking death until mm-hmm. we're in a good place. Those two don't work together. Correct. Because one's always trying to run away and the other person's chasing them and feeling and then more she, hurt. She takes it personally when he leaves. Um, I mean, I, would, I know I, I haven't, I have in the past too, you know, um, the, if, 
if you leaving is not about you, I, it's always, I always made it about me, right? Like if you're walking out, it's not to me, I don't think it's because you need to clear your head and come back when you're more clear headed. To me, it's, we're not worth you figuring this out. We're not worth it. I'm not worth it. And it goes back to all of those insecurities. So if that's her case, she needs to explain that to him and he needs to explain his way. Yeah, you're right. The love languages course or whatever. I'm throwing a new show idea out for TLC, 90 day love language. Oh. Because what these people, some of them need is fucking counseling. Yeah. Like what's the show? Um, <laughs> it might mar- help. Mar- marriage boot camp, reality. Oh my God. Camp. Like I don't they even need that for 90 that day. They yeah, need that for 90 days. <laughs> Specific. I would actually watch that. It would I would. Feel, it would feel fucking constructive. Yeah. But, you know, but we only get to see a peak, right? And we only get to see like what we what we think is wrong with their relationship. But everyone on the stage, on this tell-all, that we're still couples, mm-hmm. I say could definitely benefit from at least having some kind of couples retreat. Like it doesn't have to be therapy. It doesn't have to be like about your problems or something, but they, mm-hmm. some kind well, of bonding exercise. Any, I and I think any couple can benefit from quote unquote counseling. Um, and you can also visit our sponsor, betterhelp.com for uh, 10% off. <laughs> anyway. Some, um, some people. Yeah. I think it would be absolutely uh-huh. beneficial. Yeah. You know, to, to, yeah, like a retreat, something, I think any couple can, can benefit from that. Even if you're not having, you know, quote unquote marital problems or, right. or I mean, shit, some people have therapy before they get married. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah, everybody could benefit every, absolutely. Every single one of these couples could benefit um, learning how to communicate effectively, just communication lessons individually too, like learn how to, you know, you know, we're forced to take this stuff in the corporate world, right. And for our government jobs and stuff, like we have to take communication courses and trainings and stuff, right. To learn how to communicate. Emotional, uh, what is it called? Emotional intelligence. Yeah. Like I took five courses on that to know how to like, I I feel like to learn how to manipulate people. (laughs) I know. (laughs) What like I think at I the end of it, one. I'm like, I know your feelings right now. I really understand. I'd be so I know upset if that happened to me too. You should do this. <laughs> effective like effective communication with difficult people or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Diff- difficult conversation. All, all those fucking buzzword books. Yeah. One of them might help some of these people. Yeah. And, and and I hope I always want them to work because they spend so much money and they spend so much time mm-hmm. building these relationships. And I feel like it might be harder because it's on camera. Mm, yeah. Especially I mean, for the before the 90 dayers. They're meeting the person on camera. So Rebecca met Ziad on camera. Mm-hmm. Their whole getting to know each other with a few off days, whatever, mm-hmm. was on camera. Him coming to America, planning their wedding living together is on camera their mm-hmm. wedding is on camera mm-hmm. what's like theirs what's keep? left for them yeah right of course yeah. that's what you get when you sign up for the show but yeah yeah um <laughs> but it doesn't mean it's going to be easy they don't sign up for it because it's easy for them they're signed up for it because they're all a little bit looney tunes but um yeah they having the cameras there and and, and especially on a show like this where there are a lot of pr- production assisted scenes um 
that all has to be difficult. You know, that's not going to be easy. It's not going to make your relationship easier. That's for sure. You know, no. um, yeah, you have to have a strong relationship going into it. Is, is the filming the show going to break you up? Well, if it does, then you probably would have broken up anyway. It was just the show. Or, or the stress was too much. So yeah. we get to see the rest tonight. I'm excited yeah. about that. Yes. Um, in yes. some sick way, I wanted to combine this conversation so we didn't have a cliffhanger. I but know. it comes in, it comes in time. I because know. I'm pretty sure we'll get this out the day of. And so this will be, yeah, this is this, this episode's coming out on Sunday. So this is like um, your bullshit refresher on some of the stuff that happened. Right. So you can feel fresh and ready <laughs> fresh for the ready show for the tonight. New, the new shit show. Um, yes. And so the part two will be airing tonight. Um, uh, I don't know if there's a new bears all this week, but we are going to get you last week's bears all and, um, first episode of the single life out on Patreon. I think we're a week behind, but we will probably combine them and get you sort of a double episode. Um, yeah, it just, will- it just took me a whole week to swallow big Ed's episode to swallow. Big Ed's. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and her mind Um, races other places (laughs) um, i started it and i was like i can't right now quick (laughs) yeah yeah like on the patreon you guys are are gonna get all of the material just maybe not as on the exact timeline we wanted there's been a lot going on i uh like i mentioned earlier i had my second round of kybella this week was down for the count for a little while for a day or so on that i the second the second shot of Pfizer last weekend. And I feel like I'm still feeling the effects of that this weekend. Feel like complete ass this weekend. Like I, I felt well enough to go out and do my run, but I couldn't do any of my strength exercises. And I'm supposed to do like those today. And I may not even be able to do like the active recovery. Like I just feel like bung and that's all um, right. We'll get, we'll get episodes out. We'll, we'll, we always do. Yes. That's my point. So I'm going, I just need, (laughs) I just need the oat milk to get here so I can have coffee so I can think for the day. So um, um, you're doing this without coffee? Yes, ma'am. This oh is my all my God. pure energy. <laughs> wow. Okay. No, well. I, I usually don't depend on caffeine too much, but it is a really nice fucking additive for the day. I will say. Yeah. 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 Best non-controlled substance ever. Yeah. Um, I actually need to go take my um, electrolyte hydration stuff because i think that's part of the stuff i got from care of so this yeah um that's i think part of why i'm not feeling well i don't think i'm hydrated enough so um i'm gonna go do all that and i'm gonna get back to watching some tlc bears all and single life and we will back back to you with that on the patreon that's patreon.com slash the fraudcast thank you guys for joining us over there and thank you guys for joining us today to talk about the tell-all we will be back next week with tell-all part two we are the fraudcast and we're dumpster diving so you don't have to Hey, fraudcasters. You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day uh, when I leave the house. 
and they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear. But not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.